Uhuru, Uhuru. Welcome to the People's War Radio Show. I'm Dr. Matsumela Odom. And I'm Mwambi Tongu. Uhuru means freedom in Swahili, and freedom is on our minds 24-7. Uhuru, everybody. Uhuru. I'm so, so happy to, to be here today. We got a special treat. Some of you all only know us from the radio, so you get to see our beautiful faces. And so it's, it's, it's happy to have you all here with us this evening. Uh, and to everybody else that might just be listening, salute and welcome to today, uh, 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 to our special Black Power 96 fundraiser. But before we get started, what I'd like to do is also welcome the other guests that we have on the show right now. First and foremost, we have a very, very special guest, and we'll get into her later on. We have uh, a Matope and Yungu. Matope and Yungu is the is 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 the is the African revolutionary sister with the golden voice, uh, the, the 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 former host of the uh, People's War Radio Show. Who, for many of y'all that have been following us for the last year, know uh, they blitz they they ambushed us with an interview uh, <laughs> that, that was actually a job interview. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> y'all passed. All, all I can tell you, everybody, is is I was in a meeting and they were talking about they're looking for a new host. Next thing you know, uh, 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 they, they they said, "Hey, Mwambi and Matamela, um, can y'all be on the show?" And I was like, uh, "I kind of think that this is probably going to be an interview for the show." Basically. <laughs> It was, it was, everybody. So, 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 welcome to to to, to Mato. Also, her, uh, 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 you want to say anything? No. All right, and and next, do 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 giving go my sound. Do 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 so we got the Haiti editor for the Burning Spear newspaper and song uh, songwriter of our show's theme song, Alikia Ngoma. Uhuru. Uhuru Mwambi, Uhuru Matsumela. Uhuru, comrade. Good to have you. Good to have you today. I'm excited Thank you. to get into. I'm excited as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Extremely excited, extremely excited, extremely excited. Uhuru, the People's War radio show is produced by Black Power 96.3 FM in St. Petersburg, Florida, and it's distributed uh, uh, to radio stations around the U.S. and actually has international listenership. So you can listen to Black Power 96 mobile app. Just download it on an Android. You can download it on, a, on an Apple device, wherever you are. So you can stream it on the streets, at the job, you know, wherever you're at, you can stream it. Um, you can also visit our website, blackpower96.org. Black Power 96 is a project of the all of the African People's Education and Defense Fund. And it's the baddest, biggest and baddest nonprofit on the planet. Uhuru, and you know what? I, I really love, love, love uh, Black Power 96. Uh, the chairman, Omalia Shatella, said he was at the grocery store recently. And somebody came up to him at the grocery store and was like, you know what? This They should outlaw that radio station. They should outlaw that radio station. And he's like, what are you talking about, right? And, and, and the lady said that, uh, I forget what it was, but like she was driving, listening to the radio station. And, and, and was having such a good time, she almost got into a car accident. So, <laughs> DJ so, Eddie's show, shout out to DJ Eddie. Yes, 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 yes. D oh, shout out to DJ Eddie for sure. The 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 the, the, the best blind DJ. <laughs> and That's DJ what Eddie, said. what'd you say? He said he said he he doesn't see anything, but he hears everything. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, because uh, and DJ Eddie got love for burning for for the for the People's War Radio Show, and we got love for DJ Eddie. Uh, this is why you should really support the People's War Radio Show. It's a media outlet that supports the Black Power movement. It's a powerful weapon in the war of ideas as well. 
right? And at a time in which we hear a lot of people talk about representation, representation, representation does matter, but the question is who controls that representation, right? Who controls the representation? Here at Black Power 96, Burning Spirit Media overall, you know, we place the, the, the representation into the hands of the African working class, into the hands of the revolutionary vanguard of the African working class. So, 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 so we know that it's important. It's independent, it's non-corporate, and out of the control, therefore, of corporate censorship. For anybody who knows and listens to the People's War radio show, you know we get down and dirty, but we'll talk about some real stuff, but we also talk about some fun stuff. I can tell you one of the funnest shows, and we'll go into it, that, that I remember was even the one that I did with a guy I played high school football with. He tried to out me, so I outed him. So... <laughs> <laughs> so it's also a training ground for the African working class in media. If any of you all are interested in being a part of this, you can always volunteer uh, with the radio station on multiple levels. Uh, lastly, it's an opportunity for unsigned talent from the African community to get airplay and international attention through our weekly local going global contest. And I'm telling you, there's actually a group called Maliwap. I first saw Maliwap in Detroit, summer 2019. I went out to Detroit for a, a community fair and Maliwap was what was presenting. Next thing you know, I see Maliwap on, uh, on, on one of these local going global contests so that they can get some, some airplay. And now Maliwap is playing on Black Power 96 and Maliwap bad, y'all. They, oh, they, 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 they funky with it. So, um, hey, Batsabella, I was going to talk about, uh, how, you know, I write, I write songs every once in a while. I get inspired. I don't got a lot of music out, but, um, but yeah, uh, Black Power 96 played, played one of my songs on the radio. And I was, I mean, I was more than excited. I was telling my family, you know, <laughs> telling everybody, you know, Hey, they're playing my song. They're playing my song, making everybody download the app and, so, you know, personally, I can relate to that feeling of, you know, being a culture worker and, you know, getting it on a, on a, a real platform. So I just wanted to I just wanted to say that just unite with what you're saying about uh, local artists or, you know, independent artists, local artists being able to get our music out. So do you want to speak to this, the, the importance of why people should, uh, 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 you know, uh, get down with Black Fire 96? Oh, yeah. Black Power 96.3 uh, FM is just the best radio station. It's the most important radio station that the African community or the Black community, if you want to say it that way, can have. Um, not only in terms of, you know, the analysis that's put out, you know, real, the kind of programming that's there, um, the special guests that the show hosts choose. They always bring something that benefits the community. So it really just educates the people, uh, but also the kind of music that's being played. And one thing I love the most is that, you know, you get a lot of different styles of music. You can be introduced to a whole genre of music that you never heard of before listening to Black Power 96. You know, we got some Copa in the library. Um, you know, there's soca, there's dance hall, there's hip hop, there's jazz, and there are different hours for each of these things. So. It's just the station for Black people, and it's what people should be supporting. So that's BlackPower96.org. Well, yeah, we'll get into that, but also, Mato, before we move to the next thing, uh, tell everybody uh, why, why, why Black Power 96 is so special, because I know you listen to it all the time. Yes, yes. Um, the Black Power 96 is so special because we own it. You know, we have the opportunity to shape our own narrative. You know, and who who has a chance to do that? That's one of the um, benefits of, of Bible Power, too, is to be able to um, interact with um, Black Power 96. I remember when the station was being built and formed and, you know, the fight to get it up and running. And now we have it. And it's just really special in terms of, you know, all of the markets now that we're able to reach. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's ours. We own it. Uh -huh. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, it's ours. We own it. It's, it's, it's the people's radio station. And it's kind of crazy because I'm saying these things, right? But but I'm actually on video, right? I'm used to... <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I'll be in the show. Uh, and now there's this new function that makes the video come on sometimes. Uh, when, 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 when I'm not, uh, prepared when we're recording and I'll be in the dirty part of my house and all sorts, <laughs> it'd it be real early in the morning. I'm telling y'all, we, we, we recording it. I don't even know if the sun going to be up the next day that we recording and stuff like yeah. that. So, so, so it's, 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 it's awkward. It's awkward, but I'm so happy to be here, but man, when you move from voice to video, that's that's not. I know. Easy. I keep seeing myself on the video. I'm like, I'm like, wait. Oh yeah, I gotta keep. I gotta actually be on the camera. It's, gotta, it's, gotta... <laughs> it's a different ball game. <laughs> I'm glad that yeah, didn't happen right. when we was on, cause I wouldn't even want to subject y'all to some of some of what I had going on behind the scenes. <laughs> 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 no, you know what? I was at when you interviewed me. I was actually walking around outside. So everyone's like, "Did I hear a really?" Word? But but it was in the middle of the pandemic, so my kids were inside. They were going to school. They're running around, and 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 and, and you know, I was like, "Sweet Brown, anybody got time for that?" You know, it's like <laughs> it was it was a whole different level. And like I said, the kids was running around, and and I'm on my headset outside on the phone trying to conduct this interview. <laughs> We have come a long way. We have come a long way. So that's exactly what we're talking about. The People's War radio show uh, was launched as part of our movement's People's War campaign against the COVID-19 pandemic, which we refer to as the colonial virus. Our first episode aired April 4th, 2020. And last week, we actually produced our 50th episode. That's dope. That's dope. Yes, it is. Wow. I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah. When you're talking about 50, I was just thinking like a dope number, half of 100. And then somebody started talking about 52 weeks in the year. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. It's been a a year. That's dope. I remember first listening to it when uh, when, um, Tachara and Matope was hosting it. And, you know, I was just like, oh, that's so dope. I can't believe, you know, these comrades are doing that. And then you know, Matamela hits me up and he's like, hey, we got to, um, we're going to, they want to do an interview with us about, you know, what's going on at the border and all that kind of stuff. And so I, I had no idea. I was blindsided by the whole, you know, Matamela <laughs> was like kind of, you know, so he's a little more prepared to take, but he, I, he's like, yeah, I think they might ask us to take over the show. And I'm like, no, they ain't. What are you talking about? <laughs> show enough. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> Fifty weeks later, <laughs> right, right, right. So, so, so we talked about that. Comrade Matope joined uh, Comrade Tachara to host the first eleven episodes. Uh, at the time, Comrade Matope was the donations administrator at the Uhuru Furniture Store in Philadelphia. When the COVID nineteen pandemic was first announced, all Uhuru movement brick and mortar operations closed to the public. When, when Uhuru Furniture was able to reopen in a limited capacity, Comrade Matope returned to uh, her work there and Comrade Tachara uh, returned to his work with the Black Power Blueprint in St. Louis. Comrade Matope? Yeah, it, it, was, it was really an exciting time. Um, the whole People's War um, Commission and the work that we were able to do, we all were called upon to um, step in areas of work that we may or may not have been used to, but you know, our chairman and deputy chair called for us to do it. So that's exactly what we did. Um, and the People's War Radio Show was one of those things. And it was it was really powerful because A, I had always wanted to be in radio. I've always wanted to do a radio show. And here it was right there. And you know, we we scrambled. We we um, we didn't know what we were doing. To Chara and I is is good thing we had um, Sandra Forrest, a USM member, who um, expertise that we called upon and we relied on and we really appreciate you Sandy thank you so much for everything that you you did um and and just the accelerated learning that we had to go through in order to to get that show up and running every single 
week and <laughs> no matter what we had to get it done and i i know you guys with 50 episodes totally understand now what it is to be racing up into the last second like did they confirm did they confirm <laughs> 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 and, and everything that we had to do but it was so well worth it it was so well worth it those those early on efforts uh-huh. It's serious. It's serious, Matopa. Uh, uh, as we were all just learning about uh, the scope and the threat uh, that this pandemic posed on our African community in the spring of 2020, you and T'Challa played a crucial role in getting information out uh, to the people through the People's War radio show, and I mean internationally. Uh, you, uh, so you interviewed uh, a host of different people, Dr. Aisha Fields uh, about the Project Black Ankh, Chairman Omalia Shatella, um, a, a Reverend Pink, a Reverend Pinkney uh, uh, about the um, chairman spoke about the impact of the um, uh, pandemic on on um, uh, African community worldwide. Uh, who else, Mwambi? Um, that's your Sam Reverend uh, Reverend Edward Pink, uh, Pinkney out of Detroit. Um, he came on the show speaking about the, um, you know, about how the coronavirus was impacting um, Africans in Detroit, Benton Harbor, Michigan, as well as Africans in prison. And I know they also interviewed uh, Secretary General Louise Kinshasa and also Tafari Mugheri. You know, Louise Kinshasa is the Secretary General of the African Socialist International out there in London. You know, we got Tafari out there in South Africa that y'all interviewed. So... You know, there are several business owners, members of the Buy Black Power campaign that you that you lead on the impact of on their business that we were able to hear about. Um, Y'all have interviewed Lisa Davis, who's the member of the New Jersey's People Organization of Progress and the vice chair of uh, the Black is Back Coalition for mm -hmm. Social Justice, Peace and Reparation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a, a lot of different people. Who else? Who else was? Were you who was getting oh, Rondé Shakur and um brother that was with him? I'm sorry, I can't remember his name right at the moment. Um, but yeah, it, it was Malik, Malik, yeah. yes, yes, Malik. Yeah. Um, and, and it was like, oh, Cam Howard, Cam Howard, we we talked to him, that was really interesting as well. Um, I don't think that I would have like a favorite, a favorite show because everybody was unique. It was all really interesting um, to be able to learn more. We heard of these people, um, you know, just around the talk of the movement and things that they had participated in, but to be able to be um, up close and personal and to speak with them in the manner that um, we were speaking with them was really, really enlightening. And, and really for the momentum of what we were doing in terms of like the radio show and getting that, that information and stuff out. Um, the Reverend Pinckney was really interesting. I learned so much uh, about his work and, and everything. Probably like power members were really interesting because they were being hit really, really hard considering a lot of them relied on their businesses to survive. So yeah, it was really powerful. It was really powerful time. And then you guys, there um and and just to set the record straight <laughs> we didn't actually decide on y'all <laughs> until after <laughs> no after no uh, 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 of course y'all didn't decide <laughs> on us until after that's yeah, how remember. I remember you work we ain't saying it's nepotism we we saying it was the job interview it was the conversation after the interview <laughs> that we was like, hmm, <laughs> maybe. <Okay. laughs> but we had decided. We was just like, yep, that, that's who it's going to be. <laughs> Do you remember what, what T'Chara called me? No. An, an elaborator, he says. I, right, I, I, right. I, I, oh, oh, that's the nicest way I've ever been told that I talk too much. <laughs> well, you that that was perfect for radio. We needed elaborators. <laughs> we need nobody that's giving no one one sentence answers like um. <laughs> yeah. Mel is an elaborator. Let's see what's up with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and, and, and you know how calm uh, T'Challa is. He's a, an, an elaborator. I says, oh, <laughs> man, you just said I talk too much. Uh, uh, but, but he said it real nice, though. Right. 
but you know the other thing that people like apparently is my laugh right they they, they like yeah. my laugh so so uh my laugh and and i got a weird accent too you know and i always think i have a weird accent until i actually interviewed my friend from long beach and then i said oh we actually sound alike you know so <laughs> i think it's just a long beach accent where it's like a bunch of you know, working class Africans that live next to the water. So we sound like working class surfers or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> you know but, but I don't know. That, that probably ain't an excuse. St. Pete next to the water. So, uh, uh, but, Same, but, well, St. Pete got a, they got, they, they have quite the accent too. Oh, they, yeah. they got that flies accent, even though he's not from St. Pete, but that yeah. whole region. Right. You know, they got that plot and say bike for back and you know for, <laughs> for bag bike and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. It's, it's it's great. It's great. I love St. Pete. I love St. Pete. So you talk to us, and then you even talked with our special guest today, Elikia and Goma, about the impact of the colonial virus in Haiti. And Elikia is our Haiti editor for the Burning Spear newspaper in which she's putting out all sorts of um, uh, important stuff. And her series uh, in the Burning Spear began with the uh, with the People's War campaign, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Elikia was special. Yeah, she was definitely special because she, she came in. <laughs> She came in um, and, you know, courageously took that on because that, that was a huge assignment. And she definitely rose to the occasion. So, Uhuru, comrade. Uhuru. Uhuru. So, everybody, um, if you've missed any of the podcasts, you can download them at wubp.podbean.com. W-U-B-P podbean.com so you can get it at podbean you can also get it at spotify so go to wubp.podbean.com and listen to our old episodes and i mean it's some good 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 stuff in there some y'all yeah. know uh what i do uh for my profession but i have people listening to them all the time all the time and things like that but um it's a solid show it's a very solid show that's it. Solid. Well, it's, it's a solid intro too. <laughs> solid is a good thing. It's solid. It's solid. <laughs> I want rock solid. You know how you hear albums like, yo, this is a solid album. Yo, it's solid. No, but solid album, you know, solid album get you the Grammy. Do solid album get you the Grammy? <laughs> Hey, do man, solid man. albums politics give you the Grammys? Political show then, okay. I said, told y'all. You know, Alicia, the critic of the year, she be, she be uh, critiquing, uh, what's it called? A uh, uh, Creole word. Like, oh, oh, no, you're gonna critique the show and, and be is very it? stern. So, solid, I, I'll take solid from Elikia. Solid is good. That's, okay. <laughs> That's true. Is Creole with the Y or is it with the what's, what's the other Creole? Uh, with the R versus with the W? Uh, with the W, with the R, with the W. That's what it is. <laughs> you better get Can I say right. something really shortly? Please, yeah. Please. Can I say something really shortly about the yeah. Haiti? Um, editor, you know, well, I want to appreciate Black Power Talks and the People's World Radio Show for having me on um, twice so far. I've actually been interviewed by both sets of hosts. So, you know, so that's dope. And the Burning Spears Haiti article series is just very, very, very important. As we know, like what the revolution of Haiti represents in history and in modern day for African people around the world. And earlier you were talking about the war um, of ideas or, you know, that's something that you hear often about the war of ideas. And I guarantee you, not only in terms of like politically summing things up that's going on in Haiti, the Burning Spear and Black Power Talks radio show is the only place you'll get great analysis, but also analysis that's not demeaning because like growing up, you know, every single, even now when I'm researching things, every single article I'm reading about Haiti is written in a way that if someone from Haiti is reading it, they're supposed to feel less than, you know, than less than basically. And, 
you know, that that does a lot. It informs you of how you should see yourself. So the Burning Spear articles will not only educate people, but it'll let people from Haiti know that you're not the problem. It'll let other people know that Haiti is not the problem, that there's a real colonial, you know, virus issue. So um, that's just to say to continue to support this work, the Burning Spear newspaper and Black Pride 96 radio. So there's no other show uh, and no other FM radio station that delivers this kind of information and analysis that the People's War radio show in 96.3 FM provides to our community. I mean, I, I, I'm not even tooting our horn because I felt like that before I took over the show. So, right. uh, uh, you know, right? It's That's really absolutely not- correct. And this is a yeah. dope show. It, it really is a dope show. And I really love how y'all have just dug in there. I mean, heck, you got a, a theme song now. We ain't have a theme song. So y'all got a theme song. <laughs> I, I don't know if I feel some type of way about that or not. That y'all waited till after we left. But okay. All right. But <laughs> I often go back and listen to uh, um, some of the broadcasts while I'm working. And, you know, um, it's just really a dope show. I really like that one that um, you were talking about hip hop in that one. You know, yeah, I'm a, definitely a hip hop head, child of hip hop. I am hip hop. So, you know, to see a show and to hear a show and you have so many dope shows that, you know, it's just worth going back and listening to, um, you know, as you work or as you clean or whatever it is that you may be doing is mm-hmm. definitely worth that. It's ours, as we were talking about it. It's ours. We get to shape this narrative. And I don't know if people really understand how huge that is because the media shapes everything. It tells us what to think, what to do, what to buy, where to buy, you know, um, and the fact that we have the opportunity to really put the truth out there, the truth of African internationalism is worth a couple dollars. The first one is Cellmates and Sellouts, which is a personal narrative by Curtis Howard, uh, who was one of our guests. Uh, you want to say anything about that sh- uh, 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 about that show? Summits and Sellouts. Curtis Howard was, was one of our guests who came on the show as well. I think he was on with uh, was he he was on the show with um, with Andre, right? Yeah, because we were talking about uh, culture. We we're talking about um, his book. We we're talking about different things. Yeah, that was that was one of the memorable shows um, for me. You know, just because uh, we were talking about. Um, media, you know, really analyzing different forms of media. And uh, Curtis, you know, he's a brother who, uh, a formerly incarcerated brother who was um, incarcerated, got out of jail. He wrote a book um, and really just got into the community and started going to work. You know, he um, does work with other other brothers and sisters that are, that are formerly incarcerated um, and helping them get into, you know, different programs and stuff. So it's his organization and I, yeah and he's you know he's an OG from San Diego who um, you know was involved heavily in, in street culture and is just paving a way for a lot of a lot of young people to look up to you know and I know he actually on April 7th on 4-7 he's gonna drop his next book so I'm definitely wow. looking forward to that but yeah this book right here is definitely um, definitely worth it worth it definitely worth it. Uh-huh. And then we have How the Streets Were Made, Housing Segregation and Black Life in America by Elena Bailey. Because if anybody heard the show, you heard me call Elena Yelena, and I got busted out. Uh, because, <laughs> uh, unapologetically, because yeah, I've known Elena for about a, a decade now. Elena is what I call an academic sibling. Uh, uh, so Elena and I got our doctorates at the same uh, school, took m- many of the same classes together. Uh, my partner even did Elena's hair and I've been calling her Yelena for 10 years until I interviewed her. And then she told me, um, yeah, uh, it's Elena. <laughs> and I've been trying to correct you for many, many years. 
<laughs> you just don't listen. She 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 actually said it a lot kinder than that. But I've been saying her name wrong, and I'm self-critical. But you need to. But this is an excellent book as well because what it really does is it also Elaine is a special uh, writer in which in which she's writing uh, for the African working class, even though it is a university press book. She's really writing in a way to which she can expose many of the contradictions the colonial contradictions of American housing policy. It's, it's really, really good. Um, like I said, it, it really is. I was actually thinking about it today when, when I was talk, uh, thinking about one of her chapters today in which she really exposes uh, some the, 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 the middle-class contradictions of, of US housing policy. The next thing, uh, the next book which we talked about is from Tucson to Tupac. Uh, by Fanonche Wilkins, who was our guest on the show about hip hop, uh, alongside Ant Black. It was the the show with Ant Black. That was actually a very very good show. Um, uh, and the best thing about hip hop, you get a hundred people in the room talk about hip hop, and you're gonna have a hundred different opinions. And so, right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed that show. Um, you know, Ant Black is a a very um, renowned poet, you know, he's a, a scholar, a, a professor, and I just really enjoyed, because I, you know, I knew Ann Black when, you know, back when I was at San Diego State, back in 2004, 2005, you know, or maybe it was, uh, it was somewhere around that time yeah, period. Yeah, right? yeah, it was around that time, it was around yeah, that time. right around that time. Uh, when we all linked up, that, that, right. that, that was back when everybody was wearing uh Remember, remember the the untucked collared shirt with with the suit jacket, with the pants. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what's breaking free. And and, and, and 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 those shoes, right? Every, everybody wanted to look like a slum village or something like that. Baby. Right, right. <laughs> but 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 that's me trying to be grown. I was like twenty four. I was like, you know, I'm gonna be grown now, y'all. This, I, you know. <laughs> Uh, the, 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 hip hop the, professionals the, out here, right? Right, <laughs> hip hop professionals, and, and and then I said, this this kind of expensive. I, I can't afford to be grown. I'm I'm, 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 I'm working class. I'm young. I'm that part. Because <laughs> <laughs> Matope, you in Philly? You in Philly? You yeah, that that stuff was heavy. It's actually everybody was trying to be Philly. To be honest, uh, yeah, it was that Philly culture. Everybody was trying to be right. Right, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah. And there are fashions were definitely uh, unique in hip hop. I mean, you might mess around and get kicked out of Philly if you don't own a pair of Timberlands. I mean, <laughs> your, your Philly card is revoked <laughs> till hey, you get some. Hey, the worst part was us out here on the West Coast rocking Tim's. <laughs> what? Not Tim's. What about the first down jackets? Remember the goose yeah, down? Yeah. Goose jacket. down, Jerry Downs, was, big so door hot. knocker earrings. So, so, so this is the early nineties. I'm, I'm a Wu-Tang fan. And all I know is Wu-Tang rocking army hats and first down jackets. I'm gonna give me a first down jacket. And mm -hmm. so, so it's the day after Christmas sale. I went to JC Penny, got me this big old goose down jacket. I mean, this thing went, it was like a three quarters length. It went past my wow. leg, you know? And, oh. and, and it's like 75 degrees in Long Beach. I'm walking around <laughs> Goose down jacket, wiping sweat off my head, you know, and, and, wondering, and wondering why everybody jumping when I go into the liquor store. So I won't talk about nothing else about that, but I'm walking into the corner store just to buy a bag of chips at age 14. And people are like, oh my gosh, like, I got this big jacket on in the middle. They don't realize I'm trying to look like the Wu Tang clan. <laughs> They thought you had a machine gun, huh? <laughs> Timberlands, all this stuff, man. And, and, and then you go, so, okay, I want some Tims. They say, wait a minute. Uh, 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 I want to be a low head. Like, like, they realize, oh, wait a minute. I can't afford none of this stuff. Like, <laughs> how can they wear all this stuff back there? You know? And, stuff right, like right. and it's not cheap. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. Not at all. So I, I said, oh, man, you know. But, but the next one that you really are going to really love, this is actually a movie that we referenced in the interview where Curtis Howard was. It's called Bush Mama. 
Bush Mama because of the fact that right now there's all these films coming out about the counterinsurgency. Uh, the one contradiction in the films about the counterinsurgency nowadays is the fact that they don't shed enough light, I think, on the broad effects of the counterinsurgency. The, the fact that the counterinsurgency, uh, uh, the, the, uh, sorry, the, the overthrow of the Black Power movement and the way in which it affects everyone. So, so, so this, is, this is a very, very crucial um, a film for y'all to check out. Um, uh, because it centers an African woman's experience uh, a living uh, following the, the defeat of the African revolution. And it really shows the counterinsurgency as an attack on the whole African community in the 1970s. But what she does is she, you know, it shows how she comes to consciousness during this moment. Uh, she, she, she's going to gain political revolutionary consciousness because of this, uh, 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 in response to um, all the, uh, you know, colonial violence that's taking place uh, in her community. It's by Haile Garima. So some of y'all, if you've ever watched that film, Sankofa, uh, this is actually uh, the director who did Sankofa. But, okay. but before that, it's starring a lady named Barbara O. Jones. And Barbara O, oh, if you've ever seen a movie called Daughters of the Dust, she she played in Daughters of the Dust. Uh, mm. So so these are all a collective of films referred to as the um, L.A. Rebellion films. The L.A. Rebellion was a collective of African working class filmmakers uh, in Los Angeles in the 60s, 70s, and 80s who tried to really make um, African, African working class content. And luckily the films within the last decade have been mass produced for the very first time for us to check out. And this is Bush Mama. It's still very hard to get. So we see Dexter getting uh, How the Streets Were Made. And that's an excellent, excellent, excellent book, y'all. It, it really is. I, I mean, listen to that interview. Go back and listen to the interview. It, it really, uh, you know, she talks about settler colonialism. And so it's not just yeah. about, and then there's also this moment in which in which we get in to talk about housing policy. And, and she comes to critique some of the limits that we generally have in the way in which people talk about housing policy because she, there's this part where she says that every time she hears people say all we need is another new deal she cringes uh because oh. because of the fact that what she actually shows in this film uh, sorry in this interview is that it's the it's some the housing policies that came out of the new deal that were um done against the uh, African working class, you know, so so it, it, her, the housing policy was done against the African working class. There was, she talks about the, the I think it's called the Homeowners Lending Corporation, Hope, the people who, who drew the red line map. She talked about uh, uh, the, 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 the Federal Housing uh, Authority and housing and urban development and the way in which all these housing policies produced the conditions that we see Africans living in and really giving us a longer view of what some people might understand as, as gentrification and stuff like that. So, so that's really, really um, a good book for you all to go ahead and check out. So uh, let's talk just briefly, Mwambi, about um, uh, when we took over the show and then we will uh, get a couple uh, nice renditions um, uh, of some poetry and stuff like that uh, from uh, 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 and, and music from our guests. So we did our first show uh, on June 18th, going back to Minneapolis, the scene of George Floyd's murder and interviewed Miss Stephanie Gaska, a Minneapolis activist and former city council candidate and Metro State University political science student. We also interviewed uh, one of my friends. I mean, I think I actually have his book behind me, Raza C. Migrano, uh, Jimmy Patino, uh, who is professor of Chicano and Latino studies at the University of Minnesota. Mwambi? Uhuru. So I know that, um, I know we're um, over time right now. And I know that we, uh, we got a couple of, you know, we got our guests that are going to do some culture. So um, I wanted to go. 
Well, well just uh, let me just give y'all a couple more ideas of some of the shows we did. Okay. Uh, uh, so, so, so then we interviewed a New York City Councilwoman, uh, Inez Barron from the 42nd District in Brooklyn, and Charles Barron, also re representing a, a district in the community of Brooklyn. Now, the thing about this that was very important is before any of this scandal uh, with Governor Cuomo in New York, Assembly Barron sharply criticized the New York governor for forcing nursing homes to, right. uh, 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 to, to accept COVID patients. You heard it on the People's War radio show and Black Power 96, FM radio station first. We also right. interviewed uh, 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 yesterday Orn Mila, president of the African National Women's Organization, Jabria Taylor, and president Kalambai and Danette of the International People's Democratic Uhuru Movement about Black community control of police. We had our very own Akile Anai, the editor of the Burnisphere newspaper and director of the African People's Socialist Party's Department of Agitation and Propaganda, who in 2017 and 2019 ran for city council in St. Petersburg, Florida, uh, was profiled by Ebony Magazine as a millennial of change. And it was her program that actually, uh, it was her campaign that actually was the first campaign to ever run with reparations on and put reparations on the ballot. Now we see it everywhere, but that started with the uh, uh, with with uh, Akila Anai, who was on with Hallie, Hallie Murray, uh, a graduate of Montserrat College of Art and coordinator of Uhuru Planet Reparations Apparel. When they talked about the corporate scramble, um, a couple other things that we we, we liked as well. We had Tama and, and, and uh, De a Grammy winning. Uh, a Grammy-nominated entertainer from Brazil, and Abner Sotanos, also from Brazil. Chimaranga Selimbao, Maisha Kadum, will talk about Black community control of school. We had Jalali on the African struggle in Canada. Um, Ralph Pointer, and, and uh, co-founder of the New Abolitionist Movement, Belinda Parker, and Dr. Zena Crenshaw of Louisiana United International. These are all amazing shows. And one of my favorites, and one of the shows, like I said, that you can also check out, which was right around the time that we did the show with uh, Jalali and others, was the one with Jason Jones. Uh, it was on the sports boycott. And that was actually a very fun one because it was Jason and myself. And me and Jason, we played football against each other in high school. He played at Long Beach Poly High School. I played at Millican High School. Uh, and he said, oh, this guy just wouldn't talk. And we were up by a certain amount of time, it points. And I, but I was yeah, like, that hey. was funny. I was sitting there watching y'all both. I'm like, look at this old school. <laughs> this <is such> a <laughs> resurrection right. in 2020. <laughs> that was but, funny. That but, was funny. That was cool. But but, show, uh, but 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 what I told him, I said I made all league though, so I, I could point towards my certificates. Uh, so <laughs> he can't point no certificates towards. So um, the show so, we did about the uh, sheriff and the sheriff gangs in Los Angeles, where we oh, interviewed. Yeah, yeah, we interviewed uh, Tasha Williamson and the brother Alfred Dirk out of. Um, yeah, 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 yeah my, that was that show was really dope. My first cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he said Uhuru like a mug. He said, I, <laughs> he said, can I say that? I, I said, yeah, you can say that. He said Uhuru like a mug. So, so, so Uhuru I like. A mug. I thought you were describing the way he said Uhuru. I didn't know that was. No, 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 no. He actually says that. <laughs> Go to the end. Go to the end. And I thought like you were saying he said Uhuru, and then he says Uhuru. Uhuru like a mug, like. like <laughs> <laughs> That was very, very West Coast. So let's bring on Matope. Matope is going to bust out a little bit of poetry. And, 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 of and poetry. Yes, I, I don't want to belabor the time, but I must say that our comrade, Amusa Avantu, who's a, a fierce comrade, 19 years old, um, long live Musa. But I, I just brought him up because it, Musa was the reason why I stepped back to the mic after having not been wow. on it for nine years and wow. he was starting the um black power poetry and he asked me he, he said um i heard you do poetry and i was like who told you that and so <laughs> he told me 
and he told me what was going on. So, you know, as um, in honor of him, and um, we are doing a Black Power um, open mic, um, March 27th, that is going to continue on in his legacy. The piece that I'm going to do is part of a larger collective piece um, by my friend Henderson Seely, Hendy from the West Indies. It's a collective piece um, where each one of the poets took a letter from the word coronavirus and wrote a 52nd piece. Um, so I'm, I was first on that, I'm letter C. This imperialist supposed disease got this whole planet rocked from the tops of our heads to way past our knees, got the people out here struggling for the right to simply breathe. And we may never trust the air again where every breath is a threat that could spell out the end where excessive hand washing and masks and social distancing is our only defense. From some ish we can't even see, all the toilet paper in the world will never bring us peace. We demand to be given back our 40 acres, our mule, plus that extra six feet. Make no mistake that the oppressor already has the cure to COVID-19. But we're not going down without a fight. Refuse to hide from this thing like a thief in the night. The colonial virus didn't just appear out of nowhere in one starry night. We must give sight to the blind. The third eye and decide to never, ever compromise it. Our liberation will certainly be won, but only if we can find a way to stand together and to unite. Uhuru. 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 That was, I just want to say coronavirus, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so that that was fire. That really was. I mean, uh, 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 you, you 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 got bars. You got bars. Thank you. So, so uh, and we need a new Uhuru Movement album coming out. Uh, we do. And we, we need do. A movement album. We need. <laughs> Uh, I could be the hype man. <laughs> we'll check on that. We're gonna hold him to <laughs> that too. Don't be entertainers on the album. Um, the, and Mwambi can be the DJ. Mwambi can rap. Them sets Mwambi. I miss them sets. Yeah, yeah. Mwambi can rap. So, 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 so on that the music thing he used to do. What was it called? Quarantine uh, and chill. Yes, that was yeah. my thing. Why did it stop? Coronavirus. <laughs> no. Wow. No, I missed it. That, that got, was the music for the No, actually, you know what happened? They kept on messing up our, uh, um, they kept muting it. And oh. then they would take Facebook. the video down. So we kind of like had got to go back and figure out yeah, how to copyright. Uh, but the thing is, I found is ways around. I, well, yeah, I don't want to talk about that on there. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> Facebook is uh, in trouble. <laughs> All right. Now, speaking of putting out an album, speaking of putting out an album, I want to thank Alikia for her song, this colonial virus song. Since we have Alikia on here, and Alikia has promised that she will give us a public rendition of colonial virus. And colonial <laughs> virus really is, I mean, it was, it's, it's something else. And Alika's not just a singer, she's a rapper too. So, uh, so Alika and Goma. Uhuru. So um, because of time, I won't be able to do it to the instrumental. So I'll just be saying it a cappella. It's shortened version. Uh, so we say down with the colonial virus, down with the colonial virus. Colonial virus is why I can't live. Colonial virus is why I can't breathe. The colonial virus, yo, that thing gotta go. We don't wanna have to deal with this virus no more. So we say down with the colonial virus, down with. with the colonial virus. The colonial virus is why I'm poor. The colonial virus keeps me at war. The colonial virus, yo, that thing gotta go. We don't wanna have to deal with this virus no more. So we say down with the colonial virus, down with the colonial virus. So this is where we define it. 
COVID-19, that's colonial virus. Ebola disease, that's colonial virus. HIV, that's colonial virus. Jovenel Moise, that's colonial virus. Domestic violence, that's colonial virus. Sexual violence, that's colonial virus. Horizontal violence, that's colonial virus. State violence, that's colonial virus. Gentrification, that's colonial virus. Mass incarceration, that's colonial virus. Deportation, that's colonial virus. My mother like this line. The need for that's colonial virus. <laughs> Attacks on black women, that's colonial virus. Attacks on black men, that's colonial virus. Attacks on black children, that's colonial virus. We can't take no more of this colonial virus. We say with the colonial virus. Is what he's yelling it. Down with <laughs> the colonial <laughs> virus. creation. That's it. That's it. That's the colonial virus. That's yes. the colonial virus. Yeah. So, uh, 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 so uh, we want to once again thank Alika for her, uh, for her coronavirus song. We are working on expanding the syndication of the People's War Radio Show to stations around the world uh, and to even more streaming platforms. Uh, Black Power 96.3 FM is just the beginning. Uh, let's support the ability of our movement um, to uh to to, to to grow black community stations throughout the world thank everybody family friends you know putting this show together is not easy uh thank you to our children who know when daddy is recording to not just barge into the room thank you for the children who know even though daddy is recording you can barge into the room and show us some love you know so 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 thank you to the to, to the people outside who be cutting trees to keep us on our toes and all the other stuff that we do during this pandemic right. we really want to just to just thank everybody for out there for your support and uh you know uh so the people's war radio show is produced by wbpu black power 96.3 fm in st petersburg florida we'd like to thank our guests today matope and yungu and alikia uh, uh in Black Power 96.3 FM is a project of the All African People's Education and Defense Fund, uh, which defends the human and civil rights of African people everywhere. Uh, 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 if you want any resources, <laughs> if you need any resources on the coronavirus um, or want to volunteer for Project Black Onk, visit developmentforafrica.org. Uh -huh. So we'd like to thank our guests for us, for attending us here today. We'd also like to thank you our, uh, we'd also like, like, like thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. Uhuru. Uhuru.